0: This episode is brought to you by my private podcast, Braden's Besties. Did you know that I created a second podcast? It is exclusive only to members of the Braden's Besties Facebook group. If you have not already joined, go to www.braden'sbesties.com where you can get signed up. Once you join the Facebook group, you will get access to a private podcast where I answer your questions from our Facebook group every single Monday. Episodes are five to 10 minutes long, super bite-sized, so you can dive in, get answers to the biggest questions you may have, and that's it. Pretty straightforward. So go join the group, BradensBesties.com, and I will see you both here and over there on the Bradens Besties podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are continuing our kind of like personal money series is what I'm calling it. I'm diving into some of the money stuff that I've been working on in my business. And specifically on today's episode, we are talking about my credit score, which is a very kind of awkward topic for me to talk about in public. You might be wondering, why are you sharing all this, Brayden? Well, I think it's really important that we as business owners get more comfortable talking about, sharing about, thinking about our personal finances. So when it comes to how much profit we're making in our business, what are we saving for our taxes? How much do we actually pay ourselves? And how does this all relate to our personal finances? So Our credit scores, our savings. Do we have an emergency fund? Are we saving for retirement? Are we paying off of our loans or credit cards? All this kind of stuff. They're very taboo topics. So the easiest way, I think, for me to encourage other people to talk about it is to talk about it myself. And also, I think that example is the best way really to provide education, right? And you know, the easiest example I can give is my own personal situation. Now, I don't have like has typical like outline format, like five tips to blank for this podcast episode. So stick with me, it might be uh, a little bit of a hot mess expressed to compare to some of the other episodes, but I'll try to not make it too wild. So I'll start by sharing a little bit of my background with credit. Some of you might find this relatable, others of you, maybe not, maybe you've always had your shit together, I don't know. But my credit journey really started, I think like a lot of people my freshman year of college, you know, someone offered me a credit card. Okay, cool. Yes, I'll take it. Sign me up. There's no consequences, right? You know, we're 18. We're having a good time. Luckily, I would say luckily, I only really used that credit card to pay for my first semester college books, right? That was like $1,000. And I didn't have $1,000. So I put it on my credit card. I did not have a job. So I could not make my credit card payments. I have no idea what my, like, what my long-term game plan was with this was, but that immediately tanked my credit, right? I started out, you know, I don't even know what your credit score is when you have no credit, but you know, started out average probably and immediately went too poor and terrible. And honestly, it never really went up from there for about five years. I went through undergrad, a year of grad school, went into law school. I still don't think I had a credit card at that point in time. um, But I did have A car loan that my mom was co-signed on. And I would say that I made that car payment on time about 60 to 70% of the time through law school. And if you know anything about credit, on-time payments is the biggest factor they look at. And I looked on Credit Karma, and according according to Credit Karma, um, like 99% on-time payments is like fair, like 97% is uh, not so great. And anything under like 95 or 96 is considered poor. And even now, years later, I'm at like a 94% on-time payment rate, which is considered poor. So that's like the biggest negative I have on my credit report that we're working on. If I can give you one tip, (laughs) one tip on this podcast episode, make sure you're paying everything on time. Because as soon as you get one late payment that stays on your credit report, for I think seven years. So that was kind of my experience in law school. Didn't have a credit card, so I wasn't really racking up debt other than you know a mountain of student loans. But I did have, I think my car payment was $220 a month. So as far as car payments go, not a whole lot of money, but it was very high interest and I was not always making those payments on time. My next experience with a credit card was during... Um, this was during the period when I was studying for the bar exam. So I really, again, had no income and was studying 50, 60, 70 hours a week. And same experience, honestly, as my undergrad experience. I put the money on it, didn't really have a game plan to pay it off. My credit score got even lower. Now, what I can what I can't really tell you is the lowest my credit score ever was because at the points in time where I'd probably really tanked it, I was not checking my credit score. I was like deep in denial, did not want to look at it. But the lowest it was ever when I checked it was about 520, which is very bad. Um, So I would imagine that at those even lower points, it was probably in the 400s, which means you have basically no credit worthiness. So I started getting into actually taking a conscious effort to improve this now about a year ago. It may have been a little over a year ago. And at that point, the credit score was around by, this is between like 520 and 540. And right now I'm sitting at about a 650, which is not great. We've gone from poor to fair is where we are right now with the credit score. And the goal is to get into the good range within the next few months. So the reason why I'm sharing this episode now is as I'm doing my credit reports, this is something that I want to update you all on on a monthly basis. And again, you might be wondering, well, it's really like personal, Braden. Do we need to know that? And ultimately, what I want to do is actually share with you the strategies that I'm using, the strategies that I'm learning, and what's actually working. So if I see a 20% or a 20 point bump, I wanna share that with you so you have a relative idea of what you could do to improve your credit the same way. So what I wanna do now is I'm gonna actually open up like my credit score app, and I'm gonna share with you what I've done in the past year to increase the credit score. Okay, so when I'm looking at this history, it looks like I opened, and I'm looking at the Credit card Karma app. I highly recommend it, I really like it, you can check it out. It looks like I opened this um, account on August 26, 2020. I'm recording this podcast episode on August 9th, 2021. So a little less than a year ago. And my credit score was at 539. Um, within a month or two, it looks like it went up to 602. So that was a really big jump. I managed to increase it by like 60 points within just a couple of months. And if I can reflect back um, at the time, I know I started by opening a secured credit card. So if you're not familiar with that, what that is is you basically send the credit card company a check, usually it's about $200 and then that's your credit limit. Uh, So basically you're prepaying your line of credit and they do this for people who don't have very great credit worthiness because if you end up not making any of your payments, they can cancel your credit card and they keep your $200 deposit. So they're not really out any money. So a secured credit card might be a good place to start. If you have poor credit, that's what I did. Um, I think I put, I'm pretty sure I put like my Netflix account on that credit card, which I don't know, it's like $17 a month now. Um, I think that's how much it was. I may have put like my Disney on there or something. It was like a nine nine or $19 a month payment. And then I had it on auto pay. So this way, you know, you have to like use the credit card in order to actually keep it active. So I put a very, very low payment on that credit card every month. And then I had the credit card set to auto pay. So if you don't trust yourself with credit, which is where I was definitely at the time, obviously my own past history told me I was not responsible enough to have a credit card. So I wanted to take things really easy. I had a secured card with a $200 limit. I was only putting nine to twenty, like ten to twenty dollars a month on it, and it was being auto paid. That was an amount that I knew I could auto pay every month without, <laughs> without that payment like being declined, right? So that's where we started, and then within um, those two months, I think that's when my credit score shot up to six hundred. Still not phenomenal, but at six hundred, at least for me, I could start to get non-secured credit cards. So at that point I applied for the Capital One card. I think I have the Capital One Quicksilver card. I used to get commercials for that all the time, but it's a good one. Um a pretty a pretty good one. It's not, you know, like phenomenal. It's not like the Amex like gold card or platinum or whatever the hell. Um, but it actually gets rewards. So I was very excited as like a full, like a full ass, like 30 year old man, very excited So I was able to qualify for my first rewards credit card. Um, but I had that for a few months and then my credit score went up a little bit more. I think it peaked. Let's see. It peaked. Um, around March 1st of this year. So let's see, September, October, November, December, January, so about seven months later um, at 644. So my credit score increased by a hundred points within six months. And this was not even doing anything extreme really. It was just like starting with a secured card. I'm pretty sure I actually had one item in collections. It was like AT&T cell phone account I had like seven years ago. I owed them like $150. So I paid that off as well. And then that's what got the score up. Now, what's interesting is my score actually dropped from 644 down to 595 from March to May. So in two months, and I shared with you a couple Uh, episodes ago that the spring was probably a pretty rough spot in the business. The launch that we had, like the launch that I had just not not go very well. Um, So I ended up putting more expenses than I would typically like to on my credit card. So I was carrying a balance at this point in time. And that was enough to drop my credit score by 50 points. So that's a lot. I was making all my payments on time. I did not have anything in collections. No real mistakes were being made. It's just that my credit card utilization, which is the percentage of your credit limit that you've used was up you know, to like 70% as opposed to the 20% and below I was keeping it at before that. So that dropped my credit score by 50 points. And last month it went back up to 640. So I'm almost back up to 650. Um, I'm now expecting that to go up even more because since that I have paid off all the credit card debt. So I think I had it down to like $1,000 total, a couple thousand dollars total Um, that had increased the score. But with my 10K in 10 days challenge that I did, I used some of the profits from that to pay down all of my balances. And now I just try to keep, um, I try to keep my spending limit to less than 20% of the credit limit. And specifically, I try to keep it below like my ability to pay. So I have myself on payroll through my S Corp. I know how much I get paid every other week. And I know about how much of that amount I get paid can go towards my credit card balance. So I just try to keep my balance under that so that I can pay off my credit card. I actually do it every two weeks rather than monthly because that feels more comfortable to me. So that's my process. Um, I hope this was helpful. Um, when I'm on my student calls with the people in my membership, we actually talk about this kind of stuff like in detail. Like we talk about, you know, if your credit score is here, what are some things that you can do to improve that? Like maybe we have something in collections. Do we pay that off? Do we pay off, you know, a different debt? Is it worth opening a new credit card? Do you even, you know, want to have a credit card? If you follow the Dave Ramsey approach, I'm pretty sure he tells people like not to even have credit cards. But he also is the whole like, you know, pay cash for your house kind of person. So if you literally plan on eventually paying cash for a house, there's absolutely no reason why you even need to have credit, right? If you're putting every if you're paying cash for everything, you don't even need one. So I don't really take that approach. I think that credit cards is a are a tool that can be really, really awesome. Now that I get credit card rewards, it does feel really nice, but you have to use them responsibly, right? Just like a lot of things in life. So this was my credit score update, super fun. I would love for you, if you're listening and you found this podcast interesting, I would love for you to post in my Facebook group. So go over to bradensbesties.com and let us know, did you learn anything? Are you on a credit journey yourself? What is your goal? So my big goal, pretty simple. I want to get a car in October. My car, in these repairs all the time. It's just getting a little bit too expensive for my taste. So I want to get a car in October. And I know at this point, I can definitely get one but I would like to get into kind of that like premium or sub-premium. I'm not going to get all the way to like the 850 credit score between now and then, but it can definitely get to like 720, 750. That's my goal. So I'll keep you posted, but my goal is to get there so that I can get a car with like a really nice interest rate. So let me know in the Facebook group what your goal is for your credit. If you're interested in joining some of my programs, um, think about How I want you to think about like how this relates to everything else. So I'm going to be launching a new program, like I mentioned in the past this fall. And this is going to be something that we talk about a little bit more often. And you know, people wonder, well, how does this relate to like legal and tax stuff? Well, I'm finding that all of it's really interrelated. So at the end of the day, we want to build a business that makes us feel healthy and wealthy, help us get ourselves paid. And ultimately, our end goal for our business, I think for most of us, is that we can use it as our full-time income. And that involves a lot of financial consideration. So it's all a very holistic picture. I'm going to start doing um, credit score updates with my students every week. So we're going to do Finance Fridays, and they will do their bookkeeping, look into any debts that they have, what have they paid off, how close are they to to their financial goals, so we can keep better tabs on it. Okay, I think I've been rambling enough for this episode. We're going to call we're going to call it a day. Thank you as always for tuning in. I have a lot of exciting episodes coming up, so make sure that you subscribe so you get notifications for those, and I'll be back in your podcast app next Thursday. Have a good one. Hey there. Before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening share it on social and give me a tag it'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show that's it for today i'll be back soon with a new episode meanwhile let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz